It is Labor Day weekend. It's September 6th. And we're talking with Andrea Ivory from the Women's Breast and Heart Initiative. I know we're a little bit early on Breast Cancer Awareness Month, but you know, Andrea, there is just not enough time in October to cover everything there is to cover about breast cancer. So I'm excited that your Pink Walk, the virtual movement, is happening in September. Welcome to Easy's Community Focus. Tell me about the Pink Walk this year. Things are different, aren't they? Things are different, yet they are the same. I'm glad that you mentioned that the Pink Walk is not held during the month of October. And it all stems from our mission and vision of prevention and wellness. We all know that pink is the color that represents breast cancer. All women are at risk. One in eight women will be diagnosed with breast cancer over their lifetime. And unfortunately, more than 40,000 women succumb to breast cancer every single year. The fact is that early detection and healthy lifestyles can change the course for breast cancer. There is no sure way to prevent it, but you can reduce your risk. And finding breast cancer early when the disease is treatable and beatable, it actually increases survivability. So what the Pink Walk is right along in step with prevention and wellness. Because pink represents the color for breast cancer, we want to reach women before they turn pink. Right. Before they're diagnosed with breast cancer. And so the Pink Walk, the virtual movement, is held in September because that is the premise of the work that we do, being before October, Breast Cancer Awareness Month. So I think we're really strategic in that, and the messaging is really focused on that. And so the Pink Walk is here. It's the Pink Walk, the virtual movement. As we know, everything is different in 2020 because of COVID-19. So where normally we would be indoors at Aventura Mall, this year it's a virtual walk, which doesn't mean that you're going to pretend to walk. It just means that we're all going to do it on our own, at our own pace, and you've extended it for an entire week. Yes. You know, Pink Walk, the virtual movement, is from September 20th through September 27th. And the beauty of that is, is that you can walk anywhere, anytime, outdoors, around your block, in the park, socially distanced with a group of your friends. So it's basically to be done when it's convenient for you. Just two miles. All we're asking is that your listening audience walk for two miles, anytime, anywhere. And that's how you complete the walk this year. So it's not in one location. It could be around the world. It's a broader reach. Yes. So excited about that because sometimes there are scheduling conflicts. Sometimes there are transportation conflicts. There are conflicts which abound when the event is held in one location. But when it's virtual and you can do it anytime, anywhere, It broadens the number of people that can participate, and it should increase the impact because we should have more people walking. Walking, physical activity, is a risk reduction strategy for breast cancer. My sister has started walking in the house every time she's on a business call. She gets up and she walks around in circles in the house while she's talking. 
And she's walking like an hour a day now. So really anyone can do it. The goal is a two-mile walk, which is what it was at Aventura Mall. Can we take the whole week to do two miles or are we supposed to do it in one shot? So there's a GPS system that you can log in your time. So as long as you can log in two miles, you will have completed the walk. That's one of the beautiful things about the virtual walk. People have asked, well, how are you tracking this? There's a GPS app, Race Joy. You upload that to your phone, you find our race, and you log in. You have a specific runner number, what we call, what the walkers and the runners call a bib. Everything is tracked with that number. So when you register for the pink walk, prior to the walk, we will send you instructions. We will give you your bib number, your walker number, and everything will be tracked through that number. And this will all come by email, so you don't have to even go to a store and pick up your packet. No. No. Now, today, we're two weeks away from the start, so really, we want people to sign up right now, right this minute. Just go to thepinkwalk.com, right online, and you will find it, Pink Walk, the virtual movement. And Race Joy has really taken on this whole virtual thing that we've had to embrace since COVID-19 and worked out all the kinks, so you get progress alerts. You can even send a cheer to someone who's participating. Yes. Yeah, I mean, this is so different from what we're accustomed to. And that means that your friends and family members don't have to get up with you at the break of dawn (laughs) to cheer you on. They can do it from home or ideally they'll be participating along with you. Tell us when you are signing up for the Pink Walk. There is a registration fee and you get some nice benefits from that. So $25 is all that it takes to participate in Pink Walk, the virtual movement. And at the culmination of the event, we're going to have a Zoom pink cocktail party. I love it. So (laughs) all of the walkers will be invited to this party and we will have a little entertainment. We will probably have someone who is going to talk about their experience that they had with the Women's Breast and Heart Initiative. And more importantly, we're going to do a medal reveal. And you're probably saying, what is a medal reveal? So there's a component, there's a fundraising component for the Pink Walk. And if you raise $50, you're going to receive a medal, a special medal. So we're going to reveal that medal at the Zoom party. And it's going to be a wonderful time of celebration. We can't all come together physically, but we can all come together virtually. So we're really excited about offering that layer of support to the walk this year. With the money that is raised, your goal, you have very modest goals, and I think it's honorable, but I also think that we can do even more. So your goal is to raise $20,000 for the Women's Breast and Heart Initiative. I'm going to challenge our audience to spread the word, invite their friends from all over the world, since it is virtual, and you can walk wherever you are, And let's try and double it. Why not? Let's go for 40000 because that money is spent to help women get mammograms. It is used directly to benefit women. Through education and screening, you know, our mantra is no woman has to die from breast cancer or heart disease. Preventive strategies and early detection changes and saves lives. 
And we need more of that now more than ever because COVID has shared risk factors for breast cancer and heart disease. And we want to do everything that we can to remain healthy, to lower our risk of COVID-19, breast cancer, and heart disease. You are a perfect role model. You're now a 16-year survivor of breast cancer. What you went through is what pushed you to change your life and to change the lives of more than 100,000 women who you have met face-to-face and knocked on doors providing free mammograms, free heart screenings, and guidance on how to eat healthy to make sure that you are living a disease-deterrent lifestyle. And as we know, because of COVID, you're not able to go door-to-door right now, but you continue to spread the awareness and the education through colleges now. Yes, we have a virtual college program for virtual breast cancer and heart disease advocates. But additionally, right now, real time, we are providing an opportunity for women to be screened. All they have to do is contact us. We will send them to a primary care provider. They will get their heart screenings. They will get a prescription for a mammogram. We'll send you for a mammogram. So we just want to make sure that people understand that we are beyond door to door. We serve women at the here and now. Currently, we can't go door-to-door, you are correct, but we found other strategic ways to get the messages out. We're partnering with Fresco EMAS, and breast cancer and heart disease prevention packages are being distributed at a location in Hialeah. So you have to be strategic, and you have to think outside of the box. How are you going to best reach your target population? Because breast cancer is not on vacation. It has not been suspended nor postponed. We still have to be vigilant. So we're finding other ways. And I want your listening audience to know that we are there for them today. Even in the midst of all the chaos, they can call us and we can provide help. And what's the phone number? 305-825-4081. And I'd just like to add one more thing. Unfortunately, so many of our dear friends and family members have lost their employment because of COVID. We don't want one woman to miss get their screenings because they have lost their health insurance, because they don't have money to pay for a mammogram. Please call us. One year can make such a difference. So I really want your listening audience to know that they can call us to continue to get their early detection. Okay. And again, it's 305-825-4081. You can also go to your website, flbreasthealth.com. In addition to finding links to The Pink Walk, other than going directly to thepinkwalk.com, you will find information about your before pink golf tournament, which is going ahead this year, and that's going to be in person. It is on Friday, October 2nd at Don Shola's Golf Club. We will be hosting our ninth annual B4 Pink Breast Cancer Golf Tournament. And it's all about, again, reaching women before they turn pink. So we have several slots still available. We have golf enthusiasts from all over who will be coming to join us at Don Shula's. And their things will be different. We will all be following the CDC recommendations. But golfers, if you know a golfer, you know how passionate they are about yes. golf. They will figure out a way to golf. 
And we've been able to figure out a way to have and host this wonderful event. And with all of the social distancing and all of the CDC guidelines, and they'll be safely socially distanced, but still having a great time on the golf course at Shula's in Miami Lakes, and at the same time helping to support your work in providing those free and low-cost mammograms and heart screenings for those who need it, particularly the ones who don't have health insurance, don't have the financial means to get it on their own. And like you said, it is so critical to not wait. Again, September 20th, we're only two weeks away from the Pink Walk, the virtual movement. And you've got a whole week, the 20th through the 27th, just to do two miles. And we invite you to ask your friends for a $5 donation. 10 people makes $50 and you'll get that medal. Ask your friends to participate. And because it is virtual, it's open to the world. It's not limited to just folks in South Florida. So let's all get together and do our part before Pink, before October and Breast Cancer Awareness Month. Because as you say, breast cancer doesn't wait. Andrea Ivory, CEO and founder of the Women's Breast and Heart Initiative. Any final words that you'd like to give the audience today? I just want to encourage everyone. These are truly challenging times. The world is turned upside down, but the world is still spinning. We are still in this world. We need to do everything that we can to remain as healthy as we can. Make sure that you get your screenings, your preventive screenings. Prevention is better than the cure. And so please call us. We would love to be of help. Please join us at the Pink Walk. Let's walk together for life because it's all about living and living the best life you can. I love it. You are so inspirational, and I I truly appreciate that. These are times when we need positive thoughts and inspiration, and your spirit shines through. So thank you for that. Again, the phone number, 305-825-4081. The website for the Women's Breast and Heart Initiative is flbreasthealth.com. And you can register for The Pink Walk directly at thepinkwalk.com. Also, what is your Facebook page? Because you have so much valuable information that you're always posting. I just, I love your posts. You know, great stuff about eating right and exercising and what are the risks, you know, everything you would want to know. They can visit us on Facebook at the W-B-H-I. All right. I hope you have a wonderful Sunday. I'm going to start warming up now. I've got two weeks to get in shape. I think I can handle two miles. <laughs> you can do it. I you can. can do it. I, pinky promise I'll do it. Yes. Okay. You're on. Thank you, Andrea. Have a wonderful day. You too. Thank you, Ellen. We are now just two and a half weeks away from the annual Lead the Way Luncheon with the Girl Scouts of Southeast Florida. Last week, we spoke with one of the honorees, Chief Rotomay Kerr of the City of Fort Lauderdale Fire Rescue, who happens to be their first female fire chief, and that's part of what this luncheon is all about. It'll be a little bit different this year, and to tell us about it, I'm so happy to welcome one of the speakers last year, who is a Girl Scout from Troop 20570-20570, Samantha White, one of the media girls with Girl Scouts of Southeast Florida. Thanks for talking to us. Absolutely. I'm happy to be here. Let's get a little bit of background. First of all, how long have you been a Girl Scout? I've been a Girl Scout for, I'm going on my 11th year. I started when I was five years old in kindergarten, and I have been doing it ever since and loving every second of it. What have you loved most? Are there certain experiences that were most memorable or most impactful? 
Absolutely. I think that Girl Scouts as a whole, there's never a dull moment. Everything is constantly creating memories and having incredible experiences. But as cliche as it sounds, the Girl Scout cookie sale is always my favorite part. And it goes beyond just the cookies of selling the delicious Thin Mints and Tagalongs. It really lies within the lessons from learning business ethics, money management, people skills, decision-making, goal-setting, all those things come together to teach girls how to become entrepreneurs. And whether that starts at five years old or where I am at 15, it truly is something that I haven't seen offered in any other program except for Girl Scouts. And even beyond the skills, you're doing it with girls who have become your lifelong best friends and sisters. And I think that is so rewarding. One of the key words I just heard you say was business ethics. Because people can learn business skills, but that doesn't mean they're ethical. And that is one of the things that also sets Girl Scouts apart. There's so much of a focus on your ethics, your morals, on giving back to the community and being a member of society, a contributing member. In what ways do you bring that out in your life? I totally agree. I think that from Girl Scouts and doing it for so long, they really do instill us, you know, with the promise and the law and telling us these core values to carry with us. And whether that be in school and always being the person that stands above, you know, not cheating or doing any of that kind of stuff to outside of school, whether it be in sports or clubs, just I think Girl Scouts instill those values in you that you carry with you everywhere. Would you mind saying the promise and the laws for those who don't know it, these guiding principles? Absolutely. So our promise is, on my honor, I will try to serve God and our country, to help people at all times, and to live by the Girl Scout law. And then our law is, I will do my best to be honest and fair, friendly and helpful, considerate and caring, courageous and strong, responsible for what I say and do, to respect myself and others, respect authority, use resources wisely, make the world a better place, and be a sister to every Girl Scout. I would really like to send people right now to the Girl Scout website, gssef.org, and print those words out, because we need adults to behave the way that Girl Scouts are behaving. You know, life becomes contentious sometimes. Everyone is under a great deal of stress right now because of COVID-19. So having some guidelines like that, that's a tremendously beautiful goal to live up to. So... Thank Absolutely. You. Thank you for sharing that. So now the annual Girl Scouts lead the way. I'm, I'm calling it a luncheon with quotations this year. <laughs> uh, it's September 16th. And obviously because of COVID, it will be like so many other events, virtual. Now, last year, I mentioned you were one of the speakers at the luncheon. You were talking about why Girl Scouts. So how do you answer that question today? In what ways do girls, other than having all of those guiding principles, in what ways do girls benefit from being Girl Scouts? I think that that idea stays the same, but it also has so many differences as Girl Scouts and as society evolves. I mean, years ago, STEAM wasn't offered in Girl Scouts, nor were outdoor skills. And adding those things in helps add into why Girl Scouts, because Girl Scouts is evolving as girls evolve, and it really works with girls to do what they want to do. And I think that's the main thing with Girl Scouts, that it is totally customizable. And it sounds funny, but it is, because every girl gets to do what they want to do. And they also end up doing things that they didn't think they want to do, but somebody else in their troop might have been interested, and they end up doing it and loving it. And I can say that that kind of happened to me. I ended up doing a public 
speaking patch within Girl Scouts a few years ago. And I fell in love with the art of public speaking and communications. And I ended up exploring it in other areas of my life. I ended up becoming a media girl within Girl Scouts. And now I'm looking forward to hopefully working in newscasting in my future. So girls are exposed to things and skills and lessons at such a young age that they can find their passion for the rest of their lives. You know, they're learning all these incredible skills and ideas that they want to follow, but they're also doing it with people and meeting best friends. I've met some of my best friends through Girl Scouts. I also have the opportunity to do it with my entire family, my sister, my mom, my dad. And it's so rewarding because you get to have these amazing opportunities and participate in these awesome programs while doing it with people that you wouldn't want to do it with anybody else. Well, and they're people who are following the same principles, those same goals of being good people and doing good things for community. So it's a commonality that you have. And it's a mindset that's a very positive, rewarding mindset. You know, when you give, you feel good. And ultimately, when you give, you get back. So absolutely can totally yeah. understand. Yeah. Yes. Because Girl Scouts, I mean, volunteerism is such a huge aspect of Girl Scouts. And I've started it like I said, from such a young age at five years old. And from that point on, I've had such a passion for volunteerism. And I spent a lot of this summer volunteering and handing out food to families that need it with everything that's going on with COVID-19. And it was something that sparked in me from Girl Scouts and being able to learn how important that is to give back to your community. Because, you know, you might be in the position to help others out and you never know when that's going to be switched around and you're going to need some help from somebody else. And giving back is such an important aspect that I'm so glad I learned at such a young age. You are a perfect role model for the definition of girl. And this is another thing that has evolved that has made me so passionate about supporting Girl Scouts. They now define G-I-R-L as go-getter, innovator, risk-taker, and leader. How do you see that model helping you achieve your goals in life? Yes. So I think that those four words are so important. And the fact that, you know, they, they work together to create the word girl is amazing. I think that learning what it means to be a go-getter, to be an innovator, to be a risk taker and a leader, and when to use each one of those things in your life uh, is something that Girl Scouts shows girls. And I like to think of myself as a leader, but Girl Scouts shows that it's not all about always being the leader. Knowing when to step back is also part of leading and following and being part of such an awesome group and Girl Scouts and your troop. You know when to listen to other girls, when to share your opinions. And I think that's so important. And risk-taking, you know, trying new things. Like I said, trying patches that you might not be comfortable with, but you try it and you end up loving it. And being an innovator, coming up with new ideas, I think that works really well into the STEAM program with science, technology, engineering, art, and math, and using those things to create new ideas. And being a go-getter, I think that is just kind of the arch of over Girl Scouts, you know, going out and trying new things, selling Girl Scout cookies, meeting people. I think those four letters and those four words are huge aspects within Girl Scouts, but then I carry it on to my actual life. And whether you're in school, being a risk taker, a leader, or in other areas of your life, I think those are just four ideas that carry everywhere. How do you deal with when you're going to try something new? Many people are afraid to step out of their comfort zone. How does being a Girl Scout help you get past that fear? I think that the main idea is that being Girl Scouts, I have tried a lot of new things. And when you're taught it at a young age, it makes it a little bit easier the older that you get. And being able to try, whether it be skills or going out camping for the first time and pitching a tent, I can tell you that I'm not an outdoorsy girl, but um, <laughs> I am not at all an outdoorsy girl. But my troop has several times gone out camping and I ended up liking it a lot more than I thought I would. And it was very scary at first, but when you try it and you're doing it with people that 
are excited about it, it makes you want to be excited about it. And I think that having that support system around you that encourages you is something that you get from Girl Scouts. And it's so important. Well, you sound like a lot of the women who have been on the panels and the women who have been honored. We had a panel last year with several honorees who were talking about the path to success. Was there a particular takeaway that you got from that? Yes. Oh, good. I want to hear Yes. <laughs> it kind of ties into what we were just talking about, um, taking risks. I noticed a very common thing within all of the honorees was that they all came along bumps in their road. And I think it was really amazing to see these incredible women who have taken paths and have incredible careers that they love and they're successful in, that every single one of them came along bumps in their road and they kept going. They didn't turn around and stop. They kept going and kept challenging themselves. And after those bumps came the other side of the rainbow and they got to really get to do what they wanted. And I think since then, I've incorporated that into my life. And when I come across those bumps, not to be scared, to keep pushing forward because you know that there's something good on the other side. And if you give up, then you'll never see. Well, you're going to love this year's panels. We have two panels this time with seven honorees. One is about breaking glass ceilings. And I spoke last week with Chief Rodebaker. She is the first female fire chief in the city of Fort Lauderdale. And that follows her being the first female fire chief in two other cities. So obviously she had some glass ceilings to break. Melanie Dickinson, who's the publisher of South Florida Business Journal, is going to be there. You haven't had a chance to hear what they're going to say. We'll hear it on September 16th. But that was kind of a running theme also last year. How do you feel about your career goals and your ability to break down glass ceilings? I love this question. I think that, like I mentioned earlier, wanting to be in media. And I think that so many women before me have already broken down so many glass ceilings. I mean, if you look just several years ago when representation of females in media was almost non-existent. And now to see that there's so many women, newscasters and meteorologists and all those kinds of things on the TV and seeing people that are just like you is inspiring. And I think that those women breaking down just the start of the glass ceilings is inspiring for all the girls to come. And I know that moving forward, I want to be able to be in the media and be just one more woman representing us in the media. And I think that my career goal really works into that. Well, I hope that someday I'm going to be introducing you for your (laughs) Emmy Awards (laughs) or your Pulitzer Prize. We spoke after the luncheon last year, and I told you I had no doubt, based on what I had seen with you speaking in front of a crowd of 175 professionals, and you were, what, 15 then or 16? I was 15, yes. Okay, 15. I said, I had no doubt you will succeed. And talking to you a year later, I'm even more sure that your success is guaranteed in my mind because nothing's going to hold you back. And and I'm going to put out a call that if anyone's listening in the media and is hearing Samantha White, Girl Scout <laughs> Troop 20570, contact me and I will make sure you get connected to Samantha. Thank uh, you so much. Because she will be a great addition to any organization. So your role in this year's luncheon, I, I, I got to clarify, if you want to eat lunch while you're watching, it's going to be a Facebook Live event, and you are invited at noon on September 16th. For the first year, it will be free because, obviously, there is no lunch being served. There is an auction associated with it that you can find the information. We've got the event on our Facebook page at Easy 93.1, and that is a way to raise funds to help other girls become Girl Scouts or remain Girl Scouts if they are having 
financial trouble, Girl Scouts does sponsor a number of girls to give them the opportunity. So I do invite you to check out the auction items and join us for one hour on September 16th from 12 to 1 o'clock. It's no charge. Facebook Live. Again, all the details on our Facebook page, Easy 93.1. But since we are not having a luncheon, we're going to have two panels of seven different women talking about breaking the glass ceiling, success in a changing world. I am very honored that I get to moderate the panels. And you're going to speak again this year. What are you going to be talking about this time? I'm talking about my experience in Girl Scouts and all the opportunities that I've gotten, as well as introducing many of the incredible women that we're honoring this year at our luncheon. So I am super excited to have been able to have this opportunity again, and I'm super excited for everybody to get to see and hear about everything that these amazing individuals have done. And they have. Um, We are really fortunate in South Florida to have some extraordinary women, and they will be on parade for you, if you will, uh, sharing (laughs) their experience and their wisdom gained from years of being in the working world and being around other professionals and giving back to the community. Mark your calendar September 16th. Join us for a Facebook Live event with the Girl Scouts of Southeast Florida for the annual Lead the Way event. (laughs) (laughs) And if you have a young girl or a teenage girl, a girl anywhere up to 18, that you would like to see experiencing the things that Samantha has just talked about, go to gssef.org so that you can enroll your child in Girl Scouts. It's an incredible experience, and it turns out women who are extraordinary and young girls who are extraordinary. Any final words, anything you'd like to say to the audience about Girl Scouts or your experience? Yes, anybody who's out there with a young girl, please sign your girl up. I promise that she'll love it. They get to do everything that they want to do and meet so many incredible people. And I can tell you that I am who I am today because my parents signed me up for Girl Scouts all those years ago. So please sign up for Girl Scouts. I promise you won't be disappointed. And thank you, Ellen, so much for having me here today. And thank you. You are an inspiration on your own. And I look forward to seeing you on the 16th for the Lead the Way with Girl Scouts of Southeast Florida. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening this morning. If you have questions about the program or would like to suggest a topic, you can email me at ellen at easy93.com. Join me again next Sunday at 6.50 for an all-new edition of Easy's Community Focus. Please stay safe, wear your mask, social distance, and have a great day.